the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Silinks Protection from Within, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman coming to you on another fantastic, fantastically hot Saturday afternoon. So here we are, um, Saturday afternoon. If you are in the Inland Empire, you need to stop what you're doing, get on the freeway because freeway driving is fun, but head over to Big John's Military Surplus in Riverside. He's having a grand opening this weekend. Uh, We're going to talk about it, talk about what's going on there. But if you uh, are in route right now, you can end up with some absolutely fantastic discounts, like 50% off on, uh, on everything. I just made that up. But I think there are some great deals over there. So check them out. Big John's Military Surplus. We're gonna, they're on Arlington in Riverside. And it's going to be a great event this weekend for their big grand opening. We'll be talking more about that. But I just want to put you in motion so you're heading in that direction while you're listening to the show. So again, Firing Line Radio Show. You can check us out at firinglineradio.com or check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Um, Joining me this week, I have Andrew Creamer. Andrew is the owner of Big John's Military Surplus. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Now, we're going to talk all about Big John's and what's going on there. But before I, I get to talk about the fun stuff, I need to do some housekeeping. And I wish I could do some housekeeping in Sacramento, you know, sweep the bums out. But uh, we have started, we have instituted a program here in Southern California from Ventura to San Diego. That's pretty much our area, but we've instituted this program called CalGun Vote, and here's why. And I want to keep talking about this because this is so important. You gun owners out there, you good patriots, uh, we are losing this state and thereby losing this country because we're not showing up to vote. It's that simple. We have the right numbers. We're not showing up. I don't know if you knew this, Andrew, but we have roughly 10 million registered gun owners in the state of California. Wow. Yeah, that's a big number, right? Yeah, more than I would have thought. Well, in our last governor's election, only 7 million people showed up to vote. And that's not good. That's why we have Jerry Brown, who's not good. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's why the Brown streak has afflicted California for the last, what, 12 years. So, two, two governor terms anyway. So here's the deal. 7 million total people voted in the last governor's election. 4 million people voted for Jerry Brown. We have 10 million registered gun owners. 4 million people in this state decided that we would have a governor who would steal our rights and our Second Amendment rights. And we just saw seven bills that he passed. 
Those details will all be coming forth. We're not going to talk about them too much until we, unfortunately, find out what effects they really have. We're all still in limbo as to what these things are really truly going to do, other than they're draconian and they're bad for your Second Amendment rights. So if we have 10 million registered gun owners, 7 million people voted in the governor's election, 4 million voted for Governor Brown, gun owners aren't voting. No. Sounds like they didn't even show up. They didn't. There was a battle, and they stayed home, and maybe they did Pokemon hunting or something. I don't know, but um, they're on Pokemon Go instead of voting. Uh, another thing I don't understand, <laughs> but because it's not my era. So anyway, um, we have the ability to register these people, capture them, if you will, and put them back in the fight. And here, here's how we're going about this: is if you have, if you've ever purchased a firearm. You know that you're standing at the counter, you got your 4473 form, you fill it out, you know, 17 seconds later, I'm done with mine. I've done a few of them. And uh, now you're sitting there waiting for 15, 20 minutes. You've got some dead time. So what we are asking the gun store owners, the range owners, the training company owners, what we're asking them to do is while you're filling out either a waiver to shoot at their location or a 4473 to purchase a firearm is to slide over a voter registration form right there. Now, you just uh, purchased a firearm locally, and they actually did this. They did. So that's that's awesome. Uh, that was Centerfire. Yes. Center, you know, um, We went and talked to them, gave them some ballots, and they're pushing the program, which is awesome. One thing we need to make sure people do, though, is if you are already registered to vote, I want want you to think about the dirty tricks, not the cheat. It's not even dirty tricks. The flat-out cheating that the progressive left does on Election Day. There's a very good chance you'll either have extended poll times, meaning you might have to wait two to four hours if we have a lot of people show up. They may send people ahead of you just to clog the line. You know, somebody who stands in his ballot booth for an hour. He's in there checking his emails or doing whatever, but he's clogging that machine. They, they do stuff like this. Uh, they could have a protest. They could just call in a bomb threat at your polling place. Something could stop you from voting. You may have a two-hour window. Hey, no problem. I got two hours. You get there. It's a three-hour wait. You can't vote. You have been denied. So what we're asking everybody to do, even if you've been registered to vote, re-register as a mail-in ballot. If you do that, you have an opportunity to vote on that day if you choose to, or to use your mail-in ballot. Just like in training, right? Two is one, one is none. This gives you options. If you don't have those options and something happens, you've been denied the right to vote. And you can't get it back the next Wednesday. No, what a great backup plan that would be. So when you go to pick up your firearm, when you go to pick up your firearm, re-register to vote there for the mail-in ballot, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So anyway, that's we're calling that the Calgun vote. We have area captains that are running, you know, the area of Pasadena, guys running uh, Corona area, guys running Redlands area, Temecula. We have guys and gals, not just, not just guys, from Ventura, Burbank, uh, West LA, South Bay. We've got these teams that are going to the gun stores, telling them about the program, delivering the voter registration forms, and helping get the right people, the right people registered. Who are the right people? People who pass a background check. These are the only registered voters who passed a background check, right? So uh, they're citizens, and they're passing a background check, and that's that's who I would like to see voting. Um, 
anyway, so we're working on that. If you want to be involved, I need help for the Central Riverside area. I need an area captain that can help me out in Central Riverside and in the San Dimas area. So if you live or work in those two areas, contact me through the Facebook page. We'll get you get you plugged in, get you invited. The other thing we like to talk about, uh, one of the bills that didn't get signed, or at least not signed yet, by Jerry Brown is the Gun a Month Club or Gun a Month Restriction where you're only allowed to purchase a long fire, one long firearm per month, period. It's ridiculous, okay? Um, very few people are buying multiple firearms. They're not walking in and, and purchasing 50 firearms to give to gangbangers. Okay? That's, that's not happening at gun stores. That's happening um, on the docks in China and uh, other, other places. It's not happening here. So we decided to take the gun a month challenge, Instead of it being a restriction, we wanted to say, let's celebrate people who can actually purchase a firearm a month. Because that's a big, uh, that, that's huge, right? Yeah. 12 years. So we have in our participating gun stores, Bullseye Sport, Bullet Barn in Upland, uh, Evolution Sport in, in Redlands. We have the Gun of the Month Club. For, so for January, excuse me, January, July, the month of July, we started this off. They're selling Glock 19s. For five nineteen, that's about fifty bucks off the regular price. So if you walk in there, ask for a Glock nineteen for five nineteen. That's their gun of the month club special. But you don't have to purchase the Glock to be a member of the gun of the month club. Any purchase will work. So we're trying to see how many people we can actually get that'll purchase twelve in the course of a year, or six in the course of a year, or even three. You know what are our levels on that? And each store, each store has. Uh, you know they're all run independently so they have their own rewards if you purchase 12 or if you purchase six or if you purchase three go to each of the stores check them out for the details and that's called our our firing line radio show gun of the month club it's a way to stick it back to sacramento that says wait you're telling us we can only do this great we want to see how many people can actually do that (laughs) because that would just be awesome Uh, i am a member of the gun of the month club um about three times (laughs) <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> have to support the stores. Yeah. Uh, it's just the way that works. Anyway, so we're going to come back here. We're going to be talking with Andrew Creamer, Big John's Military Surplus, the Disneyland for Boy Scouts and uh, and young men all, all across the world, and older guys. Absolutely. Right? It's a, it's a fantastic place to be. We're going to be talking about that. Check out Calgun Vote, folks. If you're not familiar with it, follow us on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, and check out the Gun of the Month Club. We'll have more of that. In the month of August, we'll have a new special. But the special for this month is the Glock 19 for 519. Save about 50 bucks. Get involved. You only have one weekend left to get your month of July checked off with the Gun of the Month Club. So go to those stores, Bullseye Sport in Riverside. If you're out in the West Valley, check out Bullet Barn. If you're over in the East Valley, check out Evolution Sports. They, they all have these. It's a great program to get in. We're just, it's a fun thing. We want to increase gun ownership among the right people. What are the right people? People who best are non-felonious. People who are peaceful in their nature, but um, they are firm in their resolve when disturbed. How's that? Okay. So that's what we want to do. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back with Andrew Kramer right after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials 
to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. Silings, protection from within, and cutting-edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! That's right, folks, Boomstick Radio. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, and online at firinglineradio.com, where you can get these magical podcasts subscribed for free. And the only reason we can do that is because every single week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation revolves around firearms, hunting, gun rights, and all rights afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Guns and Ammo in Riverside. You've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Club. Well, Bullseye Sports, one of the establishments participating in the club. Each month for the next year, there'll be a special offer on a firearm for club members. This month, it's a Glock 19 for just 519. That's right, 519. When you join the club, of course, membership's free. Today is your last day to get this deal in July. For more information about the club and benefits of membership, see Vince at Bullseye Sport. Now, Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets its guns and ammo, 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Seriously, this should be on your speed dial by now. Bullseyesport.com. So thank you very much, Vince. Um, you know, one of the Gun of the Month Club is, is awesome. Vince has been a great sponsor. But in addition to that, he's a patriot. And uh, just thank him for his support. Speaking of patriots, speaking of military, speaking of surplus military, I have Andrew Kramer. Andrew Kramer here from uh, Big John's in Riverside. Andrew, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. So Big John's is a military surplus store located on Arlington in Riverside, California. But it's more than that. It's an icon. It's something that's been around... 35 years. 30, forever, right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the story of Big John's. Well, it was founded, of course, by Big John's, which was, or Big John, which was a very 
decorated veteran. Uh, 35 years ago over in Riverside. We're now in our third location since it's moved a couple of times. And uh, been a great fixture in the in the city of Riverside. I have a lot of customers that walk in as adults today that were brought in by their father when they were children, and now they're bringing their children in, you know, to, to touch and feel everything that we have in the store. Been in the same location for, what, 10 years? Uh, 11 years in the current location. 11 years? Uh-huh. And it's right on Arlington between Van Buren and Adams. Correct. On the north side of the street towards the airport. Uh-huh. Um, white building. Uh, yeah, a little strip mall. Strip mall with a guy with fatigues outside. Mm-hmm. we got two of them. Got a Marine on one side of the door and G.I. Joe on the other side of the door. So let's talk about the people who own this, because this really is a fixture of the community. This is a great story. Yeah. Um, John passed away 11 years ago? 11 years ago. Okay. And ever since then, until until her death... Yeah, then uh, his his widow, Judy, stayed on and ran the store for the last 10 years. So if any of you walked in there and all of a sudden an elderly lady came up because she was in her 80s for the yeah, last 10 years. Yeah. 90. She died at 90. Um, elderly lady came up. She was the owner who'd been there for 35 years. Everybody knew her. Mm-hmm. Right? Great gal. Yeah. If you'd been in the store more than one time, she would get up out of her office and come out and say hi to you. And she had a little bit more than that. It was also a lot of personal service, like for yeah. new new people, new security guards. Yeah, tell the story. Exactly. If she saw somebody that was young and just getting into security or something along those lines, she would come out and ask them questions. Hey, do you have this? Do you have that? And if they were missing something she thought that they needed, she would reach into the cabinet and pull it out and give it to them as a gift. And I still have those people as older adults walking back in the store today that'll never forget that. That that's absolutely awesome. So you've got this story, or you've got this store now that you're running. You picked it up in March, right? Uh-huh. So as of March, this is Big John's 2.0. Yeah. So tell us, what have you done since then? Well, the first thing we've done is we've opened the store up so that now uh, our our older disabled vets can get through the entire store in their wheelchairs, which was very important to me. It was a little cluttered. It was. It was. They would. They would almost have to come in and and bring a runner to to go up and down the aisles to tell them what was in the store. <laughs> so you've opened it up, cleaned it up, cleaned it up. We've uh, pretty close to doubled the inventory as to what we had when we took over. Now, you know, surplus is is one thing. And I remember growing up, we go to the surplus stores, and it always had that funky smell. It was a cool smell of you know old canvas, uh-huh. an unforgettable smell, <laughs> an unforgettable one. Cosmoline, an old canvas um, that had probably been a little too damp for too long. Yeah, but but most of what you have now isn't just military surplus. Correct. There's so much in there that you know. Of course, it changes continuously, and you never know what you will find. But. We have uh, new clothing, for example. All of our clothing is manufactured to military specifications. You know, we call them a, a BDU pant, which is basically a tactical pant or a cargo pant. Uh, we have all the shirts. Nylon ripstop. We have the ripstop. Uh, some are nylon, cotton, uh, different materials, but they're, you know, the, the nice cargo pants are the tactical pants. We have them in straight colors, black and tan and khaki, all the way through Virtually every, every camouflage color that there is. Do you have a tiger stripe? Uh, we do. <laughs> in, in both the bottom and the top. <laughs> that's usually one you don't see. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You got tiger stripe. And you have all the new digital patterns? All the new digital patterns. Uh, we also carry, uh, we buy a lot of gear from our soldiers that are retiring. So we carry a lot of used product. So we also have actual military uniforms. That, how, how does that work? 
uh, as far as... Well, you say you're buying gear from people who are retiring. Uh-huh. People that are retiring or getting out of the service, they'll come by, and they sometimes they have quite a bit of uh, gear, and, and we'll purchase that in, in different locations, and we put it back out on the shelf. And, of course, <clears throat> number one, we sell it to our soldiers that come in that are they're missing an item. And if they're missing that item, when they go to turn their gear in, it, it, it costs them quite a bit. So we sell it on, a, you know, like, for example, a, a pair of uniform pants we sell for 1998. So instead of him getting hit for 100 or 200 on his paycheck, he can come in for 20 bucks, get a pair of pants, fulfill his obligation to the government on his way out, and it makes him a very happy soldier. Oh, that's cool. So they, if they have personal gear, though, you're actually buying it back from them? Uh, in, in some cases, yes. What would what case would that be? Well, if you know, sometimes they end up with quite a bit of gear, and they'll come in and extra grenade launchers. Yeah, yeah, rocket launchers, mortars. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, Eric Holder, stand down. You know, DOJ. <laughs> that's a joke. Just relax. Um, one of the other things that that I remember about the old surplus stores, and and this you alluded to it is you never know what you're going to get. You know, surplus stores. Like a box of chocolate, mm-hmm. you know, because you're buying things in lots. Right. So your inventory changes. And it's not like you're going to a big five. Correct. God help you. Uh, and trying to find camping gear or, or hunting gear or something like that. Um, they have the same, same, I think the same stupid things hanging on the shelves or at every store, stuff, so forth. But every month, every couple of weeks, your inventory on the surplus side turns. It does. So we have to go there more than once a year. Mm-hmm. We have to go there more than once a month. That's right. How often should we be in your store? I would say, you know, at least a couple a couple to four times a month, <laughs> if not every day. <laughs> well, well, you know, you say we should be there a couple, four times a month, but do you have tacos all the time? Uh, we do not. But we in our, uh, in our little shopping center, in our strip mall, we do have... A Mexican restaurant at the end that does have tacos. So here's the deal. Well, if you come out for this weekend, okay, not only are you going to get a great sale up to 50% off, I was corrected, not everything's 50% <laughs> off, but, you know, it's close. Push him. You know, I think this guy's yeah, been, but, this guy's a pushover. Just keep begging for it. I think you can get right. 50% off. And everything is on sale. Everything is on sale. Your mileage may vary, but I'm thinking you can get, you might get 70% off. Just keep trying. That's right. You never know. <laughs> Just keep throwing money at him. And, you know, he might change his mind. So anyway, uh, check it out. Big John's Military Surplus on on Arlington between Adams and Van Buren, north side of the street. Um, then this weekend on your grand opening, you've got a taco truck. Everybody gets tacos. Yep. What else? Uh, we're also going to be giving away hourly drawings. You don't need to be present to win. Come in, fill out a ticket, put it in the bucket, and we're going to give something away on the hour every hour. Which means put your name and your phone number on the ticket stub. Correct. (laughs) Unless you want to hang out for the drawing, you're welcome to do that as well, but you need not be present. Now, you're calling this the hostile takeover sale. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, we took over in March, and uh, of course not hostily, but, uh, you know, it sounded like a a great way to have a, a fun sale. So two free tacos with your purchase, hourly drawings, and more. You know, one of the things that I enjoy, I enjoy quality knives. Okay. Uh-huh. You sell knives here. So what are some of the brands that, that you deal with? You know, I've got a little bit of uh, the SOG brand, which okay. is a uh, a very good knife. Mm-hmm. I carry the K-Bars, which are anybody mm-hmm. in the military knows what that is. I've got them in the fixed blade and the traditional Marine or the Army or the Navy K-Bar, along with folding K-Bars. 
And then I sell a lot of Kershaw knives. Kershaw makes a great blade at a good price. I, I love the Kershaw knives because, number one, they're made in the USA. Number two, they're guaranteed for life. Even if the blade goes dull, which doesn't happen very often, you can send it back to Kershaw. They'll sharpen it and mail it back to you. You know, I have one. I'm going to send in the mail to them. You just, you just reminded me of that. Folks, this is Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. That's right, folks. It is Mulan Law Bay Saturday, and you can find out more at Big John's Military Surplus in Riverside on Arlington between Van Buren and Adams. He's having his grand opening sale. Um, new sponsor with the show, so I wanted to highlight him immediately. And the fact that he's having a sale with up to 50% off isn't going to hurt you. You know, one of the things I wanted to point out, if you're looking for camping gear, right, we used to have a sports authority in the area. Um, they circled the drain and were gone. Mm -hmm. Followed very, very quickly by Sports Chalet. Um, there aren't any places in this particular area to go get good quality camping gear. There's not. I mean, they've they've disappeared. And, and REI, well, they're communists, so don't shop there. <laughs> you know, if you want to you want to support every environmental movement that's out there to try and take guns and lead out of the field, yeah, shop at REI. If you don't want to, don't. That's right. So. Uh, here we have a local business owner, the great local business, all different kinds of stuff. So let's say that I'm a Boy Scout leader, all right, and I've got my brand new troop, and we're going to go out there, we're going to get some gear. What can you do for those guys? Well, we've got uh, sleeping bags, of course. We've got insulators, if you know what that is. That's your little pad you lay down on the ground prior to your sleeping yeah, bag. I've been in the dirt before. I got that. Perfect. Yeah. We've got uh, tents. Uh, we've got uh, uh, paracord. Which is a great survival tool. We've got you got to have you know a couple miles of paracord per Boy Scout. Absolutely, we sell it in the fifty and the hundred foot roll, many different colors. <laughs> People make a lot of nice jewelry out of it as well. Bracelets. Yeah, they make those bracelets. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So with the Boy Scout guys, they come in. You can help them get fitted for a pack. Yep. Yeah, you, we have a vast selection of backpacks and kind of go through the list of what they're going to need. Uh huh. Mess kits. Mess kits we have. Uh, camp stove. First aid stuff. First aid kits. Uh, <clears throat> we have uh, uh, lanterns. We have uh, just on and on, whatever you can think of camping wise. We've got quite a bit of it. And and here's the other thing: is this could actually be a pretty good little trip for the for a group. 
You oh know, yeah we'll bring three or four boy scouts into the time let uh-huh. them run through the place picking and choosing and creating their own gear set up and oh i need this one i need that you that's know? right it, it's it's an imagination thing uh-huh it's an experience yeah i have a particular uh, sog knife that i carry just for the boy scouts you know if you get your merit badge when you're a boy scout or your knife merit badge then there's special rules that you have to abide by for the knife that you can have. And I, I purchased one that uh, fits that perfectly just for the young Boy Scouts to come in with their new merit badge. But that's cool because we always had the uh, the Boy Scout knife, which is this big clumsy thing. <laughs> it was bigger than most Boy Scouts. Yeah. But it, uh, you know, it would be nice to see something that's actually a little more functional than that. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice little sog. That's awesome. So what about... What about some of the other things that you carry? And we talked about you've got a lot of the clothing, but you have a lot of tactical gear, too. We do. We have uh, some gun accessories. We have holsters, slings. Of course, we have ammo boxes in many different sizes. Very big seller of ours. So your ammo box, is it the ammo boxes that you have, are they military boxes? Are you talking about MTM, plastic? No, they're actual military ammo boxes. So our biggest seller, of course, is the thirty cal and the fifty cal. But I've also got them larger than that. Well, everybody needs a 20 millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> At least once in your life. That's right. Well, if you get a big enough box and you put enough ammo in it, it makes it hard to carry away if you get a thief in the house. <laughs> it's not leaving quickly. That's right. That's for sure. Well, of course, it's also a pain in the butt to get it in the back of the truck. But mm-hmm. so That's what the smaller ones are for. you got to do a little offload. There you go. So check that out, folks. He's got military surplus ammo cans, which are always, well... Guys consider those decorations. They do. I get a lot of artists that come in that paint them, and I get uh, motorcycle builders that come in and add them onto their motorcycles as battery boxes, on and on and on. Multiple different uses. They're completely watertight, and they're great to store food and emergency gear in. You know, very strong, all made out of metal. Yeah, they are. Good way to go. And it also, it would help you in a zombie apocalypse. You could simply knock the head off a zombie with one of those. Oh, you could. And the handle won't come off. That's right. So in multiple use, Uh uh, zombie defense. They are airtight and watertight. So you won't get zombie blood on you either. Of course, yeah. You're not going to get anything inside the box that you don't want. (laughs) Well, you know, zombies are real. Yeah. I've met some. Uh Uh-huh. So, anyways, check that out. Big John's Military Surplus. Um, we've got the camping stuff. You've got tactical stuff. Uh, you also have some firearm parts. We do. We we get a little bit of uh, of stuff for the firearms, some yeah, hand guards and sometimes some butt stocks and, and stuff like that. Now, is this military surplus or is this aftermarket stuff? Uh, a little of both. Okay. And so AR-15 only is... Kind no, of your market no, just, or? you know, we, we buy different stuff. And, you know, like I say, once again, you never know what you'll find. I never know what I'll find. So you get these at an auction or how do you how do you supply? Yeah, a lot of different ways. We have different vendors, of course, that we deal with. And I for, have for a, the new stuff uh, for the new right. stuff and, and new stuff. I have a lot of people that walk through the door wanting to sell stuff. You know, and, and I purchase a, a multitude of different things and then other things we go out and we look for. Interesting. You know, one of the things that um one of the bills that's been passed here in, in uh, the People's Republic of Occupied California is this new ammunition registration bill. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a giant pain in the rump for everybody. It is. So one of the things I think that people will probably look at as far as training is concerned is 
something that has a look and feel of your gun, but isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg to shoot anymore for training purposes. And I think Airsoft, although it's popular now, is really going to have a strong place when it comes to actual training purposes going forward. And so right now you have kind of a starter kit for, for Airsoft, but this is something you're you're looking to expand, right? We are, yes. We get a lot of Airsoft people that, that come in now and, and buy tactical gear from us. We have the knee pads and the face masks and, of course, the, the uniforms and, and the protection that you need, the helmets. I've got a little bit of guns yeah, right we're, now. We're, we're a cup, too, guys, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not a bad idea. But uh, we've got a, a couple guns in stock right now, the airsoft guns, but we're, we are definitely going to add on to that product line and, and go full force into the airsoft market. And, and I think that uh, people should realize that we're going to have, by design, another ammunition shortage because the price is going to skyrocket um, with this new registration act. Nobody really knows how it's going to work yet. It's going to be a giant pain. And with the Assault Weapon Act... Okay, where every every centerfire rifle is now going to be considered an assault weapon if it has a detachable box magazine. And if you want to be practicing with something like that, but you don't want to own an assault weapon, I think looking at the airsoft is really a great way to go because the mechanisms are all the same. Your safety is the same. Your magazine detaches the same. You can put the same optics on it. So you can practice and practice and practice with an airsoft. No, it's not the same as a, as a real gun firing, but muscle memory it is. So you can practice in the house. You can practice in the backyard. I mean, there's not city ordinances against firing airsoft in the backyard, are there? No. If there are, they're communist cities. That's right. Run for city council. <laughs> kick them off. So, so you have the ability to actually train magazine dumps, changes, you know, multiple targets, and very inexpensive. What's, what's a thousand rounds of airsoft? The little pellets, uh, less than twenty dollars, I believe. Okay, so you're not going to get twenty or a thousand rounds of AR-15 for under <laughs> twenty bucks. No, that's around four hundred, at least four hundred. Yeah, um, or or you buy them online and they say, oh, it's only three fifty and sixty bucks to ship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always <laughs> you always got to have that. Buy local when you can. So um, I think about that though. I, I'm I'm going to look at this as far as a tactical thing. I went and looked at a. Uh, a long rifle airsoft gun uh, yesterday. Pretty interesting issue. Um, they're pretty quiet. You can shoot them in a the yard, shouldn't be mm-hmm. an issue. But pretty interesting about the capabilities they have. You know, you could shoot a quarter inch group, not a quarter, uh, a quarter size group at 25 yards. Now, is that great thousand yard accuracy? No, but it's a plastic pellet that's a round, round ball that, you know, it's, it's accurate enough at 25 yards if you're. Yeah. You were playing airsoft, uh, you're going to get tagged. That's right. And uh, you know when they hit you at 400 feet a second. Mm-hmm. So it, it adds a little bit of ele- little bit of uh, training stress to it because you don't want to get hit, right? I want to hit you, yep. but I, I don't want to get hit. I get a lot of first-time airsofters that come in after their first round, a little black and blue, looking for protective gear. And and a bigger, bigger gun. Yeah. <laughs> one that shoots faster and farther. That's right. The magazine is very important. Lots of ammo is important. Yeah, you know, standard capacity. Well, standard capacity in an airsoft gun is, what, 100? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't let, don't let uh, Kevin DeLeon find that out. He might have a magical ghost gun, something, some crud like that. Anyway, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I am here with Andrew. He's the owner of Big John Military Surplus. 
But think about that. Think about training with an airsoft gun, especially in light of the new bills we're going to have to be dealing with. Do you want to be driving up and down the road with an assault weapon, going to and from the range? You're going to have to change the way you, you change the way you you train. And airsoft is probably a pretty good viable option for that. Anyway, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. We know why you're here. You're here because you want to get involved. You want to find out about the California the Cal Gun Vote program that we talked about in our very first segment. You want to PM me on our Facebook page and get involved and take over the Central Riverside area where I need an area captain and the San Dimas area where I also need an area captain to develop voter registration at the site of the firearm purchase. It's an easy program, made it as simple as you can be. I just need some bodies. I need your body, your body. So check it out, uh, FiringLineRadio.com, FiringLineRadio Show on Facebook for more information. Or, hey, you're hearing it here. What more? All you need to know is you need to get involved. So I need a couple people to help me out with that. This weekend, your new charge is to go out to Big John's Military Surplus on Arlington and Riverside and check out what they have. We were just talking about, about training using the segmenting or augmenting your your real fire training with airsoft which i think is a a good option to look at and you brought up a very interesting point at our break here Uh, andrew you want to bring that up again sure excuse me sure what we're talking about is the uh, the new bill that they passed on the ammunition and from what i understand the way this is going to work is number one you're going to have to pass the background check to buy ammunition just like you do to buy a gun you're going to be, at that point, you're going to be issued basically a ATM card, if you will, with a magnetic strip on it. The EBT for guns? Yeah, exactly. And you're going to have to swipe that thing every time you purchase ammunition. So now they're going to keep track of all the ammunition that you purchase. Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to keep track of what you use. So they're going to look at you like you have a ton of ammunition, even though you've spent most of it. So, yeah, I mean, you go out and you buy two bricks, uh, 2,000 rounds of 22. Uh-huh. That sounds like a lot of ammunition. Right. You buy 1,000 rounds of 223. You buy 1,000 rounds of 9 millimeter, mm-hmm. And a month later, you got 100 left of each. Mm-hmm. Right? So you do it again. So now they're going to consider you, consider you, excuse me, a uh, 
stockpiler or a hoarder. Yeah. What we're going to see now is, is oh, look at these people in California. They're hoarding this. Look at how much ammunition they have. Look what they're hoarding. Mm-hmm. And... And then what? And then we'll have a law that nobody's allowed to have more than X percentage or X number of rounds. I'm sure that's because the next step. Yes. Nobody needs 5,000 rounds to shoot a deer. Right. Because it's all about deer hunting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, the Humane Society and the anti-gunners want to make sure we have enough ammunition to shoot deer because that's what they're concerned about. Yeah. <sighs> the the insanity. Um, so it's another... It's, it's in... It's another backdoor Second Amendment assault. And you say, well, who cares if they know if I have it? Well, at this point, at this point, you may not. But think about your vehicle. If you own a modern vehicle, there's a black box in it that tracks how many miles you drive. Uh huh. Now there's a bill out to tax you for every mile you drive. Mm hmm. So if if we are now registering how much everybody's purchasing in firearms. There will be a limit down the road as to nobody owns needs. Nobody needs 10,000 rounds. Nobody needs 2,000 rounds. Nobody needs more than five rounds. Nobody needs a bullet. I mean, it's it's same down that slippery slope, which we always see them attack us and which we always see the Republicans fall over and agree with for some, some silly reason. Well, in California, they really don't have a chance, but it's one party rule until this election when we fire them all and kick them to the curb. Yes. Thank goodness. That would be a beautiful thing. Anyway, we, but we need to be prepared. What if they win? Yeah. <laughs> scary thought. No, it's not a scary thought. It's the end of America. Um, and speaking of the end of America, you better be prepared. That's right. Um, for emergency, emergency, Preparedness involves more than just, you know, a little bit of food in the cabinet. You really need to think about this as a program. If something were to happen, if we have a giant earthquake, if we have a dislocation in services, or something happens to our electrical grid, Mm -hmm. people are going to be on their own for a long time. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, absolutely. And everybody should have uh, have a plan in place. You should have, we like to call a bug out bag. So you need to to set yourself up a nice backpack. You need to set yourself up enough emergency supplies so that you have some food. You have some water. If you don't have enough water, you need to have a filtration device Mm -hmm. because some of the water out there you can't drink. You need to... Any any surface water in Southern California, you pretty much can't drink. Unless you're up high in the mountains. That's right. You're going to get sick as a dog. Yep. So you've got to have a filtration system. We have, you know, what's called a life straw, which allows you to drink directly from the, the source. We have water purification would you, tablets. Would you demonstrate that, have somebody drink right out of the toilet with that? <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can get one of the employees <laughs> to do that. <laughs> hey, buddy, want to make 20 bucks? Yeah. We're doing a video. And we may we may turn that into a contest over the weekend. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, we're already giving away the free tacos. Oh, that's right. There you go. So water filtration is absolutely a must. Uh-huh. A, a little bit of a first aid kit is something that everybody should have. Yeah. I'd say more than a first aid kit because think about it. if The hospitals are going to be jam-packed. That's right. So you need more than just your basic, here's your antiseptic, here's your two square bandages. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have something to prepare for cuts. You, you need do, to have, yeah. You know, cuts and burns are really going to be the most... Yep. You know, and, and we've got anything from the beginner packs to military packs all the way... Through a very comprehensive, large first aid uh, package that's good for the family. And so that's something else to take care of. Water's number one. First aid's also very good. What about food? 
uh, you need to have some type of a food source, something that, that lasts, it's not going to spoil. What if you just get an EBT card? Because, you know, those are good for food, and you can just swipe them anywhere, right? As long as, you have, as, long as EBT has a backup generator. <laughs> so basically, do not depend upon the government. They're not here to save you. They're not here to help. No. And, and if they do bring you by some food, you're not going to like what it is, and it's not going to be very often. Exactly. So you're right. You'd be on your own. So a food source is good. What type of foods should somebody store? Well, I mean, you need something that's got a shelf life. So canned foods are very good. Uh, freeze-dried foods are very if good. If you have to be mobile, though, canned foods are extremely heavy. They are. So not a good way to, to if you're going to have to put it into your bug-out bag and, and go mobile, not something that's practical to carry. So what would you carry there? There you'd need some freeze-dried foods. You'd need uh, uh, military MREs. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, they have food bars that have calories in them. Anything that you can get, keep your energy up with because you're going to need it. Because you're not talking about dining at Cordon Bleu. You're talking about I need enough calories to get over the hill. That's right. You're going to need to survive. And it may, you know, it's like the, the scene from Crocodile Dundee where he catches those big giant lizards and, and she's afraid they're going to eat him. He says, yeah, you know, well, you can live on it. It tastes like crap, but you can live on it. And he turns around and opens up a can of <laughs> Chef Boyardee or something. So, yeah. This is about nutrition. It's about getting calories into your system for a survival mode. It's not about, let's have the blueberry pancakes. Correct. Yeah, if you don't get the calories in your system, you're not going to have any energy. You're not going to be able to move. Fortunately, I've pre-stored a lot of calories in my system already. Yeah, I've been working on that myself. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's very important that people talk about this. Um I think it's I think it's important not only people talk about it, but talk about it with your spouse. Absolutely. And say, hey, look, if something happens, is there a plan? Like I have a daughter who goes away to school. Mm-hmm. If something happens, we need a plan for how do we hook up. That's right. Because if the electrical system's down, we're probably not going to be able to communicate right. by cell phone. So you need to, to get that plan in place ahead of time. Predetermined meeting spot, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I'll, go to the, I'll go to her. Right. Um, she's on the other side of L.A., so it'll be a lot of fun, but... You know, escape from New York trying to get there. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, I, I'm okay. I'll get there. Good. Um, anyway, so, you know, you, de- you need to think these things through because if something does happen, the last thing you need is the panic. And the last thing you want to do is leave a family member because you couldn't communicate or couldn't find. Right. So communication is also another key. Um, shelter, fortunately, we're here in Southern California. Um, you'll need some shelter, but it's not as critical as if you're in Nebraska in right. January. We're, we're like fortunate to be in a mild climate, so a lightweight sleeping bag works well. An emergency blanket works well. Or you can just be like one of the homeless guys, just sleep face down in the dirt and whatever you're wearing. Over at the Kmart? Apparently that works. <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. What I'm just saying is the climate is, is so warm. Yeah, we're fortunate in that aspect because that, that saves a lot of weight and a lot of bulk that you normally have to carry around. Which leaves more room for ammunition and food. That's right. Knives and flashlights. Knives, the good stuff, the uh-huh. fun things. Yeah. Yeah, you know, obviously you'd need to have uh, knives. You also would need to have some kind of tying material. I mean, yeah, you paracord need some, you need is, some paracord. It's, it's essential. Paracord yeah. makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about what couldn't happen if you didn't have paracord. That's right. A very, very small diameter very strong rope, and in a small diameter that it is, it has a 550-pound tensile strength. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, when we go we go hunting and we're cleaning our animals, we just throw the paracord over the rope and winch it up and yeah. we're able to skin and get off the ground. It's, it's great stuff. Absolutely. So anyway, folks, you've got some good ideas now. Now you know what you need when you show up at Big John's. So go to Big John's this weekend, Big John's Military Surplus. Say hi to Andrew. Get your two free tacos. Save 100% on everything. Was that it? <laughs> Somewhere in that area. So, so your mileage may vary, but that's what I heard from somebody. So check that out. You've got great sales. Absolutely. And we do have a emergency preparedness list made up already for our customers. Perfect. So if you're wanting to put a package together, we'll hand you the, the pre-printed list, and you can pick off of there whatever you'd like. You heard it here first. Go say hi to them. We'll see you all next week. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Silings Protection from Within, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.